0: Hello, everyone, and you're listening to the Ask Daryl Podcast, season two, episode number 10, how to deal with shifting leadership syndrome. The Ask Daryl Podcast is a weekly podcast where I, your host, Daryl Girardier, break down your questions about church communications. This podcast is part of the Church Communications Network. Check us out at churchcommunications.com. Well, recently, I was talking to somebody and a couple other people and seeing some stuff on our Facebook group. In regards to watching leaders kind of shift things and kind of move things and kind of – I call it shifting leader syndrome. It's the thing where you have a leader who wants to go a different way um, maybe than what you previously planned. You may deal with this where you have a leader who – Comes in at the last minute and turns around and just says, you know what, we're going to go in this direction, even though you are going in someplace completely different. They kind of come in at the last minute. And they kind of sweep in and say, no, we're going to do this and not this. Or you have a leader who throughout the entire process is you're trying to create something for them in communications world uh, that they just change their mind every five minutes. You can never get a consistent we're going here. We're going in this direction. You know what? We're going to stick with it. So either they change every five minutes or maybe they lay low and don't say a whole lot, but right at the last minute, they kind of sweep in and kind of change everything right as you're about to launch a website or a social media plan or Facebook, whatever that is that you got going on. Uh, they, they kind of do that. They kind of throw your world into a tailspin. You know, a lot of times, these leaders can get away with these things. I get away with it, and I don't want to, by any way, shape, or form, say, villainize these people. But here's the thing is, a lot of times, these people can do this because they're probably one charismatic 2 they're probably in a position where they have total control. So you really can't say a whole lot or three, they're just limited in their leadership capacity to understand kind of what they're doing. They don't understand all the moving pieces that goes along with creating a print piece for like a concert or your bulletin or creating a website or creating a video. They just kind of don't know all these things, but for some reason they make want to make a change and they don't understand all the moving parts it took for you to get there. So, of course, this is frustrating because you meticulously plan out things, especially if you're somebody who's like has their production counter all mapped out for how you're going to spend the next week or even maybe the next day. Uh, you have it all planned out, and then this leader comes in at the last minute, just throws everything, cautions the wind, and says, We're going to go do this, get on board. Um, and it's also frustrating because now all of a sudden you feel like you are running from one project to the next project. And then, lastly, it's it's, it's frustrating because guess what? Everything feels like a moving target. You're not quite sure what you're supposed to be doing because you know that's going to be changing. and that You create that environment by which if you are someone who likes to plan things out, if you, if you feel like you're running from one thing to the next and then you feel like the goal is a moving target, it gets really frustrating to the point to where you kind of go, why are we even doing this? So what do you do? What do you do to work with a leader who consistently changes the scope of the work, who changes how the work's going to be done, Uh, throughout the process, or again, maybe it's a leader who just comes to the last minute and says, you know what? I'm the pastor. I get to do X, Y, and Z and you're going to get on board. How do you deal with that? How do you get around that? And how do you, how do you work with that person? Well, let me give you three things I think you can do if you caught in that, that situation. First thing is understand the ones you can do to help navigate that is when you're on the front end of working with a project, see what you can do to provide some guidelines. Think of it like, You're at a bowling alley and the bowling alley, they pull out those little bumpers for kids. So the fact that the ball actually goes and hits some of the pins, doesn't just go straight in the gutter. Those are kind of like guidelines. They move them out. They kind of make everything kind of go, okay, we're going to go here, but not here. We're going to have a good idea of where we're going to go. where We're not going to go, but it doesn't feel super restrictive. So at the beginning of the project, kind of lay out a project, kind of lay out. Here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're not going to do. Now, it does sound like you're kind of dictating to them a little bit. But what you want to do is you want to say, like, look, we want to make sure you get exactly what you need. But here's – let's let's think of – let's let's come up with some boundaries. And these boundaries will help get you what you want but also protect our time. Uh, this works because you're not telling the leader exactly what you're going to do and what you're not going to do in a literal sense that feels like – they makes them feel like they're kind of just like they've got a – you know, they're kind of got a – you got a stranglehold on their creativity or their flexibility – but it doesn't let them get out of control. So, for example, if you are working on a video, you may want to on the front end say, hey, let's agree that we're going to do live, not an animated video. Um, let's agree that the tone of the video, let's pick out some styles of tone we want. And you know what? Let's also take, talk about you know how long the video should be. Now, they still get to play with all the content in there, even some of the story ideas. But you've kind of determined some of the parameters you know you're going to work within and they still have flexibility on their end to kind of change their mind. If they feel like, um, they've got a different idea of where they want to go. So it doesn't completely, totally restrict them. But at the same time, it doesn't give you the headache of not knowing where they're going to land. Second thing you can do is you can provide them choices. Think of this like a restaurant menu. Now I'm not crazy about doing this too often because all of a sudden you just become like a restaurant and people just order whatever they want and they get where they, whatever they, they want. And, before you know it, you're just kind of just cranking things out. You're not really actually providing any expertise. But what I think is sometimes helpful to do in situations where you can is provide the leader who you know is probably going to shift things around, provide them two to three options. Say these are two to three ways we can go. And by the way, these are two to three things that you feel super comfortable with and you're super excited about. Don't give them an idea or a, a a thought or something that you don't feel an option that you don't feel comfortable with because I've always found nine times out of 10, if I give three logos, logos to somebody, they're going to pick the logo that I don't want. So give them two to three options that you feel really comfortable with. This lets them feel in control. Guess what? They get to choose. They get, they get to pick between, um, uh, that uh, red logo versus the blue logo. At the same time, you feel in control because guess what? You've kind of narrowed out the choices for them. So they feel like they're in control and you feel like in control, and everybody feels like they're getting what they want, with um, was still that same amount of flexibility. The last thing you can do is you can provide check-ins. Set a schedule when you're working on a project or you're working, you're working with somebody. Say it's like artwork for a sermon series. Set a schedule of check-ins that you say, hey, I'm going to check in with you on this date, on this date, and on this date, on this date. And just consistently just check in with them. Are we good to go? Are we good to go? Are you cool with this? Are we agreed on this. And by the way, when you do this, do this whole process uh, record it in some way, shape, perform form, like via email, some sort of documentation. You want to document trail of all the agreements that you've made. Even though you don't want to take that as like hold it over their head, you do want to you know cover yourself by making sure that hey, I've got documentation where we said we're all going to agree on this. But I'm going to provide these check-ins as we go along, and then also clearly signify when you're done with the project. When you're done with the thing, make sure that final check in is very clear. Like, thank you for this. This has been approved, finalized, and sent. It's out the door. We're moving on to the next thing. When you do that though, make sure you're not too cold and like you're not like a robot who says like, you know, thank you for your purchase and here's your receipt. Make sure you're kind of warm and kind of um human about the approach. I find sometimes if you're too cold, it just really makes it feel like a transaction and it doesn't really feel like the way you want it to feel in terms of actually a good human human interaction. So the three things you can do is you can provide guidelines, you can provide choices, and you can provide check-ins. So guidelines, choices, and check-ins. If you do those three things, you can mitigate a lot of that shifting leader syndrome with the leader kind of shifting around going from point A to point B. Will you completely solve it? You probably won't. I have found that majority leaders who are like that, it takes a really strong hand to guide them. To get them there, um, it's gonna take somebody, it's gonna take a lot of work. So don't expect somebody to change overnight. Let this be a process by which you're gonna work with this person, but they've gotta understand they gotta work with you. But don't think you can change again overnight because it's gonna take them a while to kind of get there or even kind of honestly kind of work around them a little bit so that's how you deal with shifting leader syndrome that's how you deal with the leader who is consistently shifting going from back and forth if you've enjoyed this episode of the astro podcast please subscribe on itunes or if you're android subscribe on stitcher radio also don't forget to check us out on churchcommunications.com and go to facebook search church communications and join our facebook group as well hope you're having a great day and i'll talk to you soon thanks bye